the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. After the hour of 11 o'clock, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, I got that squeaky out of my voice. We're going to be here for another hour talking about cars. And if you'd like to join us, the lines are wide open. So you have one in five chance, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And you just give us a call and we'll get you on just as quickly as we can. Gil is the one that answers the phone. You're not going to want to make him mad because he's the one that puts everybody in queue. Um, then I, after that, then you come to me and he'll say, pick up line two, or he'll say, talk to John or whatever. But the lines are wide open right now, so now's a good time. If you call in, what we need is your make and model and mileage of your truck, and then we'll talk about symptoms. I'm not interested in talking about what Google says on the Internet or what your next-door neighbor said or anything like that. Let's focus on the symptoms, and I'm going to ask you questions. Does this always happen? Does that always happen? Stuff like that. 602-508-0960. Let me tell you where the other day I didn't follow my own advice, and uh, and I, I, I'm going to admit it. I didn't follow my own advice. The 55 Chevy pickup truck that I've recently restored um, had a problem, and it's up here at our uh, at uh, at our property in Payson. And we, Renee and I, used to drive it into town to go to dinner. And it's it's a beautiful, beautiful one-ton Chevy pickup truck, and it's got the Granny four-speed transmission, and it's got the six-cylinder in it. And uh, but it it wouldn't go even freeway speeds between where we live and going into Payson, where most everybody's doing. The speed limit might be 55, 65, and everybody's doing 70 or 80. We could hardly do 50. And so I had done some carburetor work to it. And so I thought, you know, when I took it apart, it was pretty corroded. And I thought, I'm just going to get a good rebuilt one. And I put it on there. And it didn't fix anything, but it did give me a better quality idle. So I was happy about that. So I just had this fuel starvation problem that prevented me from going much past 50 miles an hour. And if I pulled the choke... I can shut off the air, which would make the motor run richer with more fuel, and that would give me one or two miles an hour. So I knew that I had a fuel starvation problem. So I checked the fuel pump, and the fuel pump had five or six inches of vacuum, and it had about three or four pounds of pressure, which is in the specification for the vehicle. But I thought it's old, so I took it apart, and I found some trash in the trampoline or the diaphragm of the old fuel pump. I thought, I'll just put another one on it. So I did. So on on and on I go, and I'm struggling with this for a good eight months. So then finally I take a can of propane, and I put about eight feet of hose on this can, small tank of propane. And I run the hose into the air cleaner of the truck. And so I get on the freeway, and I'm driving towards Payson, and I get to 51 miles an hour, and that's all. And I start opening up the valve on the propane tank, and I go 53, 55, 56, 58. 
And so I'm supplementing the fuel delivery system, and this thing's going faster and faster, which is where I wanted it to go. So I'm really kind of confounded, and I check the gas cap. It's the appropriate gas cap. It's a vented gas cap. We're not sucking on a pop bottle. Otherwise, the tank is completely air-blocked, and we're not trying to suck fuel out of it, which is impossible. So I just don't know what I'm going to do. So I think uh, I'll fill it up, and, and, uh, and maybe I've got an air leak somewhere in the system. So I fill it up. And about three days later, I said to Renee, let's go in town. If you want to go to that new Chipotle, we'll go there and get something to eat. And she says, well, that's, are you going to take the 55? And I said, yeah, let's take it. And so she, as she walks over, she goes, oh, I smell gas. And she looks underneath it, and she says, I smell gas. Didn't you just fill this up? And I said, yeah, I just did. So I look, and the gauge, and it's at eighth of a tank. So I have a bad gas leak back there in the back. So I crawl underneath there. I move the truck first so I'm not laying in gas. I crawl underneath there. And there's this rubber hose that comes through the pan, the floor and then kind of makes an elbow and heads forward. And I think, uh, what, why? I don't know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to put a couple gallons of gas in it and, and see what happens. So I start to put gas in it. And as soon as I start to put gas in it, it rains down on one knee and she goes, oh, it's leaking. So I find this, this hose and I, I luckily find the part number for it. And so I order one. And then I put a plug in one end, and I put a nipple in the other of the hose, and I added about two pounds of air. And right at one of the fittings, it's got a bad leak. So what was going on was, is the reason I couldn't get to 55 and 60 miles an hour is because there was a point where I was sucking air and fuel. So the air was from the ambient temperature out from the ambient air outside the truck. And so instead of sucking 100% fuel through the system, I was sucking probably 60% fuel and 40% air. So I put a new hose on it, put a new filter on it, took it out and drove it. Thing will do almost 65, 70 miles an hour now. And it pulls really hard and it really, really is good. It was a fuel starvation problem from the beginning. I just never knew that that little rubber hose in the back of the tank was was part of the... Because normally we hard plumb from the tank forward. And so I never thought that there would be a rubber hose, but there was. And I learned a lot. And it was a $14 hose or something like that. So that's what happened. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, 602-508-0960. And we got open lines right now. We're at Kinsley 5. Oh, and Ramon, I'm sorry, it's my fault that uh, that I'm taking you now, but I, and I apologize for that, but I'm all ears. Tell me what you need. Um, hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, a few months back, I bought at an auction a 1949 Willys Jeepster. Um, I'm in the Scottsdale area. There are a few things that need to be addressed on this that weren't uh, indicated in the auction, of course. Um, okay. And nobody who I've talked with in the Scottsdale area wants to work on this. I just want to find somebody who can take it in, go throughout the whole thing and say, okay, it needs the ignition switch, it needs a fuel gauge, it needs a passenger door you know, door lock replaced, et cetera, et cetera. So do you know anybody in the Scottsdale area who's willing to work on a 49 Jeepster? Yes, but but I, I want to change the way you're approaching this, or I want to offer a suggestion to change the way um, that you're approaching this. Um, I, I want you to drive the vehicle, and I want you to give the shop four or five specific things to deal with. Right it, now, I can't drive it. I'd have to have it towed. 
Okay. Well, then maybe you tow it, uh, Blackwell. I'm going to send you to Blackwell. Um, okay. You tow it to Black. You've got to call him first because he's sure. booked like all the rest of us. We're booked six, seven, eight, nine work days behind. Yeah, so you fine. call Blackwell and you just this. You're going to say to him, because see, when you when when it sounds like, listen to me carefully. When it sounds like that, you say to us, "Here's the keys. Tell me tell me what's wrong with it and call me with an estimate." We don't like that. We don't want to be that responsible. What's going to happen is, is two and a half weeks later, something's going to happen, and you're going to go, wait a minute, you checked it out. And we're going to say, that was two and a half weeks ago. The alternator was fine then. It's not now. So we have that issue. So may I suggest politely that you say to him, I would like you to get it to start, run, and drive. Call me with an estimate to make it crank, run, and drive. And then at that point, I'd like it back. I want to put it on the road. I want to drive it. And then I'll give you another list. Address the turn signal on the left side. The wipers don't work. Blah, 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 blah. And we chop that tree down one limb at a time. That's what's in your best interest. But you'll lose a lot of our attention if you come in and expect us to go through that from bumper to bumper and fix everything that's wrong with it. And, and here's the and that we hate the most, we know in the future that three months and 11 days later, the windshield wiper motor is going to take a crap. And and we don't. We don't know that. We we have no way of knowing that. So I think if we just get it to start, run, and stop, <laughs> I think you'll like that. Okay. Uh, you said Blackwell. Who is Blackwell? Tom Blackwell, Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and Greenway. Okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right, good luck to you. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Folks, it's no secret that the front counter exchange really makes a difference with respect to the shop's, shop's expectations and the customer's expectations. And 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 as a group, we don't do a real good job on the front counter. Um, we should ask more questions. But it, the, the problem is, is that oftentimes the service rider doesn't have a mechanical background so they're just going to write down what they're told and when they write down what they're told then the technician gets it and says well he says he's running out of gas but what's the symptoms what specifically does that mean how does he know he's running out of gas how does how this could be that he's running out of spark so he's driving down the road one hour and and one hour and two minutes, then all of a sudden the motor falls on its face and he's convinced that he ran out of gas, but really the ignition system failed, the coil failed, the ignition module failed, the distributor pickup failed, because you need compression, spark, and fuel to make the motor run. So when you have a problem, it's going to be a compression, spark, or fuel problem. That's all there is to it. And they all have to be synchronized, and we have to have everything in perfect order. So those are the kinds of things that I offer to you in an effort to make your experience with my industry, our industry, a much better one. And if you have a vehicle like his 49 Willys that he just bought, let's just chop the tree down one branch at a time. Let's just let's get it to start, run, and drive, and stop. <laughs> I should answer that. Start, run, <laughs> drive, and stop. And once we get it that way, then we can start working on the vibration or the choke isn't working or when it's warm in the morning, it starts right up, and when it's cold in the morning, it doesn't start at all, and I have to crank it till the battery's dead. Those are the kinds of things that we can deal with. All we have to do is experience it, and you leave it overnight, and we'll start it the next morning, and we'll see what happens. So 
hopefully that kind of communication level will exist the the real the real problem is is that in mark salem's opinion is that um we oftentimes take our cars to shops that represent themselves as being wide wide range shops there's there's cars that, that I don't even want to work on there's cars that I won't even take in there's and there's some people that I won't even take in but the idea is is that that we 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 just need to 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 have this conversation and 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 we have to have a customer in front of us that can just answer our questions but unfortunately there's some shops that you'll come in and you'll say the window doesn't go all the way up and he says to the technician the window doesn't go all the way up and the technician says well the window went up for me and then he says well it's probably some what could it be if it's erratic and then he says well it's probably the motor and he goes okay so he calls the customer and says you need a new motor and so the customer says that's going to fix my problem he goes yeah so he puts a new motor in it then the car comes back and says nope the motor didn't fix it and i want all my money back on the motor and the labor and i want you to start all over and I want you to diagnose it for free because I already paid for diagnosis before. You see how that gets ugly? So, and it happens every day. So at the communication level, if you go inside and you, and you have a story that your husband, you ladies have a story that your husband told you to give them, and he even wrote it down and you read it to him and you hand him the piece of paper, and if they just look at it and go, oh, he's complaining it doesn't start when it's cold. Okay, thanks. That's not what you really wanted. You wanted somebody to look at it or someone to call you and say, I understand completely what your husband said. Can I talk to your husband? Can you have him call me? That's what we usually do. And we want to talk to the person with the complaint. And we want to know what he saw with his eyes and what he felt and what he smelled and all that other kind of stuff. If you do it that way, your bill will always be less because we won't have the full responsibility of reincarnating the entire situation from start to finish. And that's beneficial to you. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, or if you and your husband argue about whether I should use premium or regular gas, that's a question I can answer. So if you call and ask that question, I got your answer. We'll be back. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. 
that chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves. It's, it's their whole family. It brings it all together. We have scars that we carry. And just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. New federal guidelines have nearly doubled the number of black Americans eligible for lung cancer screening. Black men are the most likely Americans to die from lung cancer. And black people develop the disease earlier in life than others. Insurance companies are required to cover these tests for those ages 50 to 80 who smoke or used to smoke. If that's you, talk to a doctor about lung cancer screening. For more information and to find a screening center near you, visit the National Lung Cancer Roundtable at nlcrt.org. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour. No, it isn't. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We have 40 minutes left of the show, and if you have a car question or car problem, you can call in. We have four lines available. Derek's got one, and I'm going to go to him in just a second. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And Gil will answer the phone, and he'll say, what's your name? And you say, whatever you want to say, and he'll say, okay, well, you're next in line or you're, you're second in line or something like that. So let's go to Derek. Derek, thank you for holding during the break. How can I help you? Thanks. Yes, I have a uh, 2014 Camry uh, V6. It, it runs great, but it, it makes a rattling sound in the engine that I've been hearing for at least a year, and it comes and goes. Okay. What we and, need you to do is, 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 is I mean, you, the, the coming and going, the intermittent problem is the, the one that scares all of us to death because it's just, we have to find it and then we have to assume that it's the noise you're talking about and then when we fix it and we find out it's not the noise you were talking about, it's the noise we heard, but we, you know what I'm saying? It come. Let me ask you this, can you make it happen or can you make it stop? No, I have it on tape, though. I mean, I have it on video. Okay. What does it sound like? Is it a squeak, a rattle, a chirp? What is no, it? No, it's, it's it's not a squeak or a chirp. It it, it sounds like a... Uh, I, I, my guess is that it could be a tension and pulley going bad. Okay. Um, now, does it do it at idle when you're at a traffic light? It does it regardless. I, I could be at a light or I could be parked somewhere in park and it still does it. Okay. All right. One of the easiest things to do when you have that 
is if you can pull into your driveway or if you start it up in the morning and you got the noise and you back it out and you got the noise, then just get out of the car, open the hood, get your garden hose and start dribbling some water on the belt and tell us if the, that made the noise go away. I mean, that'll at least put us in that area. We can take the fan belt off and we can manipulate all the pulleys on that entire belt with our hands. But we need something like that. Now, another thing is when the noise is there, if you put it in park, does it change between park and drive? Um, I, I don't think so. Okay. okay. Like, well, that's I, something I, like to I'm, look like for. It comes, it starts, tucka, 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 then it fades. And then it, okay. tucka, then it comes back. Well, you you have to help us because if we if the if it doesn't make the noise for us we're not going to find it so you 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 tell us how to make it happen you turn the air on turn the air off and see if that causes the problem or makes it go away um you turn the steering wheel right and left as you're sitting still does that change the problem uh you turn you turn um uh i mean you you have to give us some kind of clue because you can't make it happen in front of us. So, um, and there's so many different things. Uh, when you drive down the road and you go to apply the brakes at a red light, does the noise come and go? Yes or no? Um, when you make a right turn, does it is the noise there sometimes? Yes or no? When you make a left turn, yes or no? Because there's so many things that can make a noise. It's not like we're going to be able to fix it based on a, 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 an audio recording or or unless you give us some specific this is how you, I can make it stop or this is how I can make it happen if you walk in I promise you you'll save a hundred dollars if you can answer one of or use either one of those statements this is how I make it stop or this is how I make it happen it'll save you it'll save you an hour plus in in labor time guaranteed so if we can do what you told us and we can make it happen, we can find it, we can bid it, we can fix it, and, and, and if you okay the estimate, we'll fix the, the noise. But noises are very difficult. It's, it's no different than when you go to the doctor and you say, you know, I have, a, I have a pain right over here by this rib, and it's only um, every other Thursday at 4 o'clock. You know, what's the doctor going to say? Well, let's cut you open. No, he's not. But yeah. we just need some help. So do your best to make it, try to when it gets there try to make it go away or try to make it happen and what is it you do that makes it happen that's what we need but I can't fix a noise on the radio <laughs> okay alrighty good luck to you Derek good luck um, it's we're only talking about 1% of the cars that we service on an annual basis that might come in with something like that and and it, and people will be very frustrated and and oftentimes the shop will offer you know i've got a, a technician that's uh, got really good ears um he he's he he likes this kind of stuff but he lives in west phoenix and we're in tempe can i ask him to drive it home tonight and then bring it back in the morning with your permission and and we your insurance if you have full coverage insurance with your permission then he's under your policy so we have that understanding but I'll have Eddie drive it home 
and drive it back and we'll see and I'm also going to give you some FaceTime with Eddie but you can only have three or four minutes you can't keep him for a half an hour on a conversation about your noise he's going to ask you questions and you're going to answer them and do the best you can but we it's it's just a matter of billable time we just can't babysit your car without charging you if it takes us three days to figure it out um, and we work on it two hours a day there's going to be a charge for that and the only other possibility is is wait till it gets worse and easier to find. That's the only other possibility. And that's applicable in many cases. Wait till it gets worse and easier to find. So 602-508-0960. Do we have anybody in queue, Gil? Josh, good morning. How can I help you? Great show, Mark. Thank you for having me. I have an older Esten mm-hmm. uh, Blazer. Um, if I put... A-arms, longer A-arms because I want to put bigger tires on there because I don't want to use uh, spacers. Will it throw geometry for the front end? I don't know. (laughs) I don't like the idea of you changing the geometry in the front end for fear that I'm not going to be able to get it anywhere near its alignment specifications when you're done. I think spacers or offset wheels is going to be your answer spacers or offset wheels some wheels have a four inch dis- dish in the back and some of them have a two inch dish in- dish in the back so we can move the wheel out or we can move the wheel the tire out on the wheel or move the tire in on the wheel so you have to buy tires and and rims but we can do the the rear offset for you but um but but when you stick the lower ball joint out further then all of a sudden how am i going to set camber because you just added an inch or two or or a half an inch, I don't have that much. I don't have that much to give you when I want to stand your tire straight up and down when I align it. So the answer to your question is: is a lower control arm all by itself is going to cause an alignment problem you'll never recover from. So, okay, um, so you you would recommend spacers. Well, or, I, here's or, what I I think you should do. Hey, hang on, hang on. I think um, you're going to have to wait till the end till I come back because I got to be gone in three seconds. So just stay right there, and I'll be back with you in a minute. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason, 24/7. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. It's time in America for CRT. No, not what you're hearing in the media. Critical retirement thinking. Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning with best-selling author Alan Kiefer. If you want to succeed at the business of retirement, do it with a plan and a retirement coach. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. Congrats. Good job. 
My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, how did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. Me too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash notalone. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Well, I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like, ribbit, and I saw an owl, too. Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool, too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit onepillkilled.org to learn more. All about that demon, all the more. The hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and the lines are wide open. If you have a car question or a car problem, or if there's a decision in your future and you're not quite sure whether to buy a half-ton truck or a three-quarter ton truck or a dually with dual wheels on the back, which is typically one-tons and stuff like that, then that's kind of discussions that we can have here. I'll ask you questions, and you give us answers, and we'll decide. You know, you can decide based on our conversation on what's best for you or what's good for you or, or however you want that to, to happen. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. 602-508-0960. A couple of shops I haven't told you about today. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is one of them. Thompson's has been around for a very long time. Um, when you meet Brian and Thelma, husband and wife that own a Thompson's Auto Repair, you'll understand why. Uh, it's it's the only shop in Mesa I can tell you to go to. There has been some that have applied to be a part of our list, um, and, and many times they're not accepted because they just don't have enough time. We We don't take shops on our list of the best car repair shops that haven't been in business a very long time under the same management. Because all of us under, remember that when we came into this industry, the first three or four or five years we were in this industry, we made lots of bad mistakes. 
we made lots of bad mistakes on how we behaved, on how we charged, how we fixed cars and stuff like that. So we want shops that are well seasoned. And of course, Thompson's is well seasoned. They've been in that facility since 1970. He's been in Mesa since 1970. So if you're in Mesa, unfortunately, the only shop I can refer you to is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. And they're on Stapley, on Main Street, just east of Stapley. And it's a good shop. Another shop I want, and it's a transmission shop, is Automatic Transmission Exchange. Everybody that has a car that exceeds 80,000 miles is going to have to deal with the transmission sometime in the next 50,000 miles. So from 80 to about 130, 140, maybe even 150, you'll have to have a transmission. They just don't go around the world 10 times before they fail. So the idea is, is you can decide where you're going to go, but Automatic Transmission Exchange can handle just about anything. They've been in the Phoenix area since 1968. And here's the best part about them. We started off with transmissions that were shifted by throttle pressure um, and, and speed and vacuum. And today we have electronic transmissions that have 8 and 10 gears. And today the computer is shifting all the transmission. But here's the nifty part. The computer shifts the transmission exactly like vacuum and speed and governors did in the old days so the computer has taken over that job so there's not a real big change on rebuilding transmissions because all we're doing is is we're making a shift from first to second and we're using electronics which then closes this solenoid and pushes this fork forward that we used to do in different ways before so automatic transmission exchange Phil's been around he knows Barney Rubble and he worked on Barney's Rubble's car with steel t- or with um, <laughs> stone tires but he's at 40th Street in Washington and, and he's a really good guy last but not least on the repair shop is Kurtz Auto you've heard me talk about him at I-17 and Bell Road he's a good shop he's been around a very long time he has really great technicians it's a family owned and operated facility he's on the northeast corner of Bell and I-17 and he's 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 got a magic wand. I've I've sent him a couple of different people that had some problems that were very very difficult to track down, and and he was successful in pulling the uh, pulling pulling the rabbit out of his hat and finding and fixing their problems. It has to do with when we talk to the customer, we ask questions, and there's three possible answers to the questions: yes, no, or I don't know. The men don't know how to say I don't know. The women do. So we are always blessed when the woman is the one that gets to talk to us. Does this happen all the time? No, only when the car is cold. When it happens, does the car vibrate? No, it doesn't. Or yes, it does. When you do that, do you have the air on? I don't know. Okay, then that's what I want you to do. Next time you have this this surging condition on as far as the speed of the engine, I want you to turn the air condition. If it's on, turn it off. And if it's off, turn it on and tell me if that makes a difference. Those are the kinds of conversations we have. And Kurt's very good at that. So when you talk about shops, it, my list um, of shops is at MarkSalem.com. And it's they're all good guys. And I have their cell phone numbers. And, and I'm proud to tell you that um, they're really good at what they do. Gil? Okay. And when we talk about cars, and when you do talk about cars, going in, you you have to be careful in this in this sense because our industry is um we, we our industry has decided some in our industry have decided I'm walking a fine line here some shop owners in our industry have decided that they know what's best for your car 
and to ignore the owner's manual. And I'm suggesting to you that the owner's manual was written for the the deserts of California, the deserts of Arizona, and it's and and it's for all the snowing in in Montana and Idaho. The person that knows your car the best is the owner's manual and the per- people that wrote it. So when you have someone tell you that you need a transmission service for four hundred and fifty dollars, and you say why, and you say because it's Arizona. And you say, what does my manual say? And they go, I don't know and I don't care, but it's in Arizona and we do it every 50,000 miles. You need to just smile and walk away because that's not. You need to look at your owner's manual and it'll say that you don't change the oil till for 100,000 miles. And the owner's manual's written for Idaho and Montana and Arizona and Florida and Washington State and, and Maine and, and, and Southern California. It's, it's made for the whole, whole all the markets it's going to be sold in. So the manual itself says that what we've got today is is we've got a whole bunch of people that have redesigned the owner's manual call points and the stopping points, and they're telling people that you need to do go back to 30,000-mile services on your power steering and your transmission and your cooling system and your transfer case and your differentials, and nothing could be further from the truth. That 30,000-mile one was back in the 70s. Today, all of those fluids are going to be between 80 and 100. So the manual is your default. Familiarize yourself with it. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and if you have a comment or a question, give us a call. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. It's hard to unite Senate Democrats and Republicans these days, but Biden's National Intelligence Director, Avril Haines, has managed to do just that. 
She's refused to show members of the Senate Intelligence Committee copies of the classified documents discovered in Donald Trump and Joe Biden's possession. Her excuse? The special counsel investigations of both. What nonsense. As Democrat Mark Warner pointed out, the Senate Intelligence Committee was regularly briefed even as a special counsel investigated Donald Trump for supposed collusion with the Russians. At this point, with many Americans doubtful about its integrity and motives, the intelligence bureaucracy would be wise to choose transparency. Instead, it's raising bipartisan suspicions. There's a problem when unelected, unaccountable officials feel so invincible they can treat the people's representatives so dismissively. It's just one more sign that it's time for fundamental reform of America's intelligence services. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, we have Cat on the line, but we have four lines open. If you have a car question, it's 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And Cat, how are you? And how can I help you? I am fine. And um, I have a, I hope this is a simple question and answer. I have a key fob okay. that is very persnickety. And I put a brand new battery in it. But... It does not want to open. Um, it doesn't want to open. It closes fine, but it doesn't want to open. So very often I just simply leave my door open, unlocked because I'm getting tired of messing with it. And I'm okay, wondering now, if I have you're... to get a new one or whatever I have to do. Okay. When you normally push the key fob to unlock the door, does it unlock one door or all the doors? Well... I usually, because it doesn't unlock immediately, I keep pushing it. And sometimes it just will unlock the driver's door. And after I push it, push it, it will unlock all of the doors. But it just depends okay. on how aggravated I get with the dang thing to keep pushing it. Okay. And and you don't have a spare fob, yes? You don't? No, I don't have a spare fob. And also, when I use the key to unlock it, it will unlock it. I mean, it will open it. No, wait a minute. It unlocks it, but it doesn't lock it for my key. If that helps at all, I don't know. That Those are two separate things, I'm pretty sure. Two separate okay. things. Your key, your key should lock and unlock the door from the outside. Correct. And um, and when you but you, and you also properly identified the most common one push of the button unlocks the driver's door and another you know button push two well, buttons will unlock all the doors and so yes and it, um, it's hard to tell you because when I push it once it doesn't do anything and push it again it doesn't do anything so then I get frustrated and just keep pushing the darn thing and okay. sometimes it just opens and, and, the one door and sometimes it's the all of them. Okay. When you, did you put the battery in the fob? Yes, my grandson-in-law did. 
Okay. Did when he opened it up, was there uh, about ten years worth of um, fuzz, like the dryer sheet or the dryer screen in your? In your I'm, <laughs> I'm sure because, that if there be, was, I, he would have cleaned that out. I mean, he's okay. he's thirty-two. Oh. I'm sure he would have cleaned that out if that was the case. Okay. Um, I think what I would do is is I do you have a repair shop that you do business with? No, not particularly, but I did call the dealer and they wanted two hundred seventy nine dollars and then a hundred and sixty five dollars to reprogram it. And I said, Does it okay. need to be reprogrammed? So anyway. Okay. The reason I ask you uh, uh, why I ask you um, about it is is because uh, those repair shops like mine, we all have locksmiths that we do business with. We all have the ability not to um, have to be go to the dealer. We can do. We can have that done. I know that we have that we have locksmiths that will come and fix those key fobs for our customers, and a lot of other shops do too. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I live near Twelfth Street, Seventh Street, and Baseline. Mm, way south. Don't have yeah, any. Do you I'm work fine. or do you go any other place that's close that's further into town? I can probably go any place. Tempe is I would consider closer, but I, I do uh okay. I'm I'm retired. I'm an old folk. Okay, okay. And I All did right. call a key um, shop nearby me and he wanted two hundred and eleven dollars. I don't know if that means fixing it or replacing it. That's a good, great question right there. Um, I, I think that that there's a good chance that this can be this can be fixed. I think there's a good chance it can be fixed. But I want to tell you something. The other day, a friend of mine um, had a problem with his Ford truck, and I think the repair bill was four hundred dollars because he needed two new key fobs. And and the guy that was there showed us. He said, "Look at." This the contacts are bad, the rubber is bad, and when I do this and I put a piece of paper here and then I close the key fob, now it works more responsibly but not all the time because it's just so worn out. And when he did that dog and pony show and then he says, now look at this new key fob, I've already programmed it for the truck, now push the button on the new one, push the button on the old one and you can just feel the difference. And so oh. I think I think he, I think that two hundred dollar mark is going to be one that you'll find palatable if you call around to some other mobile locksmiths. You might find that cheaper. And basically, you're just going to say intermittently. I put a new battery in it, but intermittently, and and many times often, I push the unlock button or the lock button, and it doesn't come on it doesn't do what i ask it for and so i have to rough house the button to get it to work that really represents what you're talking about i think and that may be that i just need a new one because the buttons the the lock button is kind of worn off the little insignia there and the one that i mean the unlock one is totally nothing and it just is it's totally nothing on there yeah you know there's no and and sometimes what we do is we when we separate those and if we do have buttons underneath the rubber portions of the lock and unlock button i've seen a couple of guys put a small piece of cardboard in there with a little bit of something to hold it there mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden the fob works better because we're worn out and so by yeah. putting this there on top of the button, it makes it better. But that's a MacGyver kind of repair. Do you understand that? And <laughs> that's... Yes, and that makes perfectly good sense. 
And, you well, know, it's funny because when I've lost my vehicle and I'm pushing the, the emergency button, sometimes it'll it'll let me know where it is. But if I have it in my pocket, it goes off when I don't want it to. Yeah. Another thing you can do is you can take and separate the key fob, leave the battery in there, and walk up to the car and use your fingers to push the button that the that the the, the it, it's called a rubber button on the top of your key fob. It actually pushes a button underneath that, so you can test it. But but most locksmiths will be able. This is part of what they do the best. Um, in the, do you have a pencil handy? I do. I I actually have a paper and pencil. pencil okay. Actually, but yes. Write down Andy A D. A A N D I, A N D I, and four eight zero, five nine eight, one two three four. For real, one two three four. Yep. And okay. She's she's my daughter. She runs our entire operation, and you're gonna call her and say it. Talk to your dad on the radio. I have a key fob problem. Here's my year making model of my car. And your dad said that you have locksmiths that uh, that do this kind of work for you, and we're we're on I-10 and Warner Road, so we're, we're just okay. a hop skip down the Baseline Road. Yeah. You can come to Baseline and, and then head south. Um, Andy yeah, that's will... not far. I go to the Costco, not too far from there, frequently. Okay, so Andy is the lady that can help you. She answers to nobody at our business. So and she's been around her whole life around cars. So we have a good locksmith, and he does come to our shop, and she'll probably coordinate you and him there at the same time. As far as pricing is concerned, I'm going to tell you, I know that unilaterally everybody bids a common fob for two to three hundred dollars. Everybody oh. has that window because we don't know. We have to determine if it's the fob or is it the door lock activator. The door lock activator is inside the door, and when we command it to unlock the doors, if it's not strong enough because it's worn out, then it's not a key fob problem. It's a door activator, door lock solenoid problem. So that's part of the process. So we don't want to sell you something that you don't need, but there might be some diagnosis to it, and Andy can help you with that. So I can I can go in there and 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 she will be able to tell me one way or the other then. You're yes, you're going to call her and make an appointment, in. and she's yeah. going to she's yeah. going to walk you through the process. Okay, I will definitely do that because this is really frustrating. Okay, and especially Andy's, during the summertime, I want to be able to lock the car and, and, and unlock it easily. Andy's the only one that answers to nobody in that building. <laughs> so, okay. She, and 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 she's. She's. I'm proud to say that she's. The, the technicians really respect her because she's been on the front counter, so she gets this part for, oh gosh, maybe 20 years. Andy, and Andy has written down the customer's symptoms, and then she's checked the customer out. So she gets to read because our work orders are are written. I mean, we the story we did on your car is in writing. So she says. Hmm. You said da 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 da, and the technician checked this and this. He found some dirt here. Then he put a small piece of cardboard, and he, and the fob works every time. He just doesn't know. Do you want to do the cardboard, or do you want to get a new fob? Because sooner or later, the cardboard will crush to where it the, it doesn't take up that space anymore. So right. you know these are the decisions. So if you just do it this way, it's this much, and if you do a fob, it's this much. But that's what that's the kind of conversation you're going to have at most shops. 
super, super. I appreciate that very much, Mark. I will okay. probably get a new one because I don't like to have things falling apart again. And and how many do you have total right now? Two or just one? One. Okay. It only came with and okay. one key. You might ask her if he's going to make one. Is there a discount on the second one? <laughs> because oh, and, uh, maybe a key. I don't know if the key will make a difference or not. But. Well, and and that's something else. If 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 there's an alarm, if it's just unlocking the doors and your key works fine, you don't need a second fob. But if it is an yeah. alarm fob that has an alarm, then yeah, that's a different story. But the fob is still yeah. the same. Okay. Yeah, super. Thank you so much, Mark. Have right. a blessed day. And to you too, ma'am. Thank you. Okay, my email address is mark at marksalem.com. If you have a car question or a car problem, then you can call me. If you would leave me your phone number, um, I typically like to call you back because I'm going to ask you questions just like we do on the radio. You tell me what your problem is, and then I ask you, is it fast or slow or left or right? Does When you turn the air on and off, does it make any difference? Because that's, that's part of the process. So if you And I can't fix cars over the phone. All I can do is guide you. Unless it's something that, you know, every once in a while I'll hit it lucky and I'll know exactly what you're talking about. But I had a lady not too long ago called me and she said my cruise control canceled for no reason and it just drives me crazy. And I said, I want you to hook your foot underneath the brake pedal and pull the brake pedal towards you. Set your cruise control and and with your left foot pull the brake pedal towards you. Don't push on it, but pull it towards you and see if it lasts longer. And she calls back and she says, yes, it doesn't cancel. And I said, okay, well, we just need to adjust the brake switch. That's all we need to do. If we adjust the brake switch, then we'll fix your, your cruise control problem. That's the kind of back and forth that we're going to have. That's the kind. That's what you hope your shop's going to do. But I can't be everybody's car mechanic. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I wouldn't even want to be everybody's, but that's the way it is. So if you go to MarkSalem.com, a lot of shops that are highlighted there are shops that I believe in, that I know the owners, I have their cell phones. And I'm proud to tell you that it's been years since I've had a complaint about one of my shops. One of the shops that I send you to, one of the shops that I say, he, Dave Martin at Martin's Auto, he's a good guy. He knows right from wrong, and he's really a good technician. And when I talk about Thompson's and Mesa, same way. So those are, those are people and those are friends of mine that we've, I mean, I've known Brian and Thelma's parents since the 1960s. That's how far we go back. So I know their moms and dads, and they were in the gas station business as well, and so was I in, when I was in high school. So it, uh, it's, it's a bunch of people that, that um, have known one another for a very long time. And, and really and truly, the guys that open up um, car repair shops that only last a year or two, um, that's pretty obvious why. But then you've got other people that have been in the car repair industry, like most of my shops, for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years in the family, like with Dave Martin. And, and, and you know, okay, well, he knows the difference between right and wrong. So my email address, again, is mark at marksalem.com. If you have a car question you want me to settle between you and your husband or, your, or you and your wife, then uh, just give me the question and give me the particulars, and I'll chime in. If you'll give me a cell phone number and a time that, that's convenient for me to call. Um, the other day a lady said, any time from 7 in the morning till 7 at night, that makes it easy. Then I'll do that as well. So until next week right here on KKNT at 960, I'll be here 10 to 12 every Saturday, 10 to 12 on 960 AM KKNT. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.